Well, hello, hello. You are listening to Above Average. This is the podcast for big families, and I'm Lance Osborne, and I'm here with... Your friend. Mi amigo. What's up, my man? Uh, Robert... Uh, what's what's your family name? Hernandez? Rodriguez? <laughs> Martinez? Benny the Jet Rodriguez, man. <laughs> name that movie. You got me. I don't oh, know. Oh, come on. I don't know. Benny Rodriguez. B, B ben, Rod. No, no, no. I don't Benny, know. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. All right, fill me in. The Sandlot, right? Now I'm second guessing myself. Oh, is it The Sandlot? Yeah. That's awesome. I haven't seen that in forever. Oh, what's the uh, my kids love that so, movie. I love that movie. And see, I say you're killing me, Smalls, all the time. That's to my kid. what that's from, right? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely the Sandlot. That was a great movie. Fun so, times. dude, I would ask you how you are and how things are going, but uh, you and I just had the privilege of hanging out with one another and our big old families and all that this past weekend. Oh, that was miserable. Excuse me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was awesome. <laughs> It was so fun. It was a good time. It really was, actually. It was, I mean, it always is fun, but it was, I don't know why, but it was, it just seemed a little more doable this time. I think maybe our kids are, the, the older kids are getting older, it allows them to like play outside kind of autonomously a little bit, you know? And we keep on having kids though, so it's not like there's there's really a payday. Right. I mean, they, yeah. It's like they just kind of graduate to being able to go play outside. But you know, we've this was the first time that you guys met. What's the name of our kid? James. James. <laughs> James. James, I'm so sorry. JK. I almost called him William. That's your baby. <laughs> Ticky boy. Oh, he's walking full time now. Like you guys saw him take what? a few steps, right? So like four days uh, later. I guess he, yeah, he, he, he did walks. tumble around a little bit. He was walking a little bit. And like it's funny, three like three days later now he just walks everywhere. Like now he's walking, walking? Yeah, now well he's got that drunken, you know, toddler walk, you know, that they have that he for... that he gets from you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Because Okay, never mind. <laughs> so But yeah. Yeah. No, we had a good time. We had a good time. We were there uh, just for the weekend. We got in Friday evening and hung out with you and hung out with some of your neighbors. We had a fire. What else did we do? We did a big Sam's Club trip, or I guess a Costco trip. They're one and the same to me. I, I make that distinction all the time. We'll talk about that. Uh, let's let's uh, okay. Let's, okay. I think I think that's going to be a good part of the the show. All right. Well, let's get into the show then. We're actually talking about big family stuff. I feel like the last couple of episodes, Sarah and I talked about some stuff with Pope Francis recently, and then the last episode. Oh yeah, I never uh, got to comment out. on that stuff. Did you enjoy it? Well, I did, and and I because I know you're an avid listener. You're, well, have, you're the show's biggest fan. I, I mean, I do listen to every show, <laughs> mainly just to hear how how great I sound or how horrible I sound. No, I'm just kidding. I do listen to every show because I want to hear how great you sound, Lance. Oh, thanks, man. But no, I mean that was fun stuff. That was good stuff, by the way. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was worth discussing. And then on the last show, the punch out that that I did, kind of flying solo, talked about subliminal inflation. So if you haven't listened to either one of those shows, episodes uh, 24 and 26, yes, we know that we skipped 25 because we did 25 before 24 because that's the way it works when you are putting together a podcast like this on the fly with a big family. Was that you subliminal infl- uh, inflation about weight gain? Because that's mm. what I feel like it's about for me. As I get older. Maybe I need to go retitle that. It's subliminally. I'm subliminally gaining weight as I get older. It just sneaks up on you. Nobody's telling me. <laughs> hey, actually, that's not true. Uh, by the way, congrats on the weight loss. You have, uh, you've been killing it lately with that dude. 
Right on. Now that you're going to brag on yourself, but I'll brag on you. Got to keep rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. But today's episode, we're kind of back to the big family stuff. And we're going to talk about this article that we came across. But this is episode 27. And a big family, the new status symbol, question mark. Yeah, what? going to be the title of this episode. I'm I'm already thinking, what? The new status symbol. No. Huh. No. So let me start off by saying, so Bobby, when you think about lifestyles that really show that somebody's got it together, what do you think of? I mean, for me, you know, it's, it's the fancy house, it's the McMansion, it's the car, they've got the Jag, or they've got something fancy like that, right? Or, you know, the big Range Rover, maybe. I think it's those pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, the pre-made. You go high end. <laughs> I'm, see, I'm telling you, right? You don't have to make them. They're already made for you. You put them in the fridge. They're packaged. I saw a picture the other day, and it was a dad, awesome enough, it was a dad who took a picture of the lunch that he made for his kid, and it was one of those uncrustable sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about, right? That is what I'm talking about. Okay. So they had that, except the kid didn't eat the crust of the uncrustable. It's not even a crust. It's just the outer edge, but the kid didn't eat that part of it. How did he eat it? Did he eat like the (laughs) middle of the sandwich first? Just ate the middle of the sandwich. That's all it was. I'm going to start a business with just middle sandwiches. Middle of a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to call it. Get in the middle or something. I don't know. I will, okay. There's okay, a song well, title. Come on. Something about in the middle. Well, man, keep on working that business idea, Stuck Bobby. in the and middle. maybe you will. Stuck in the middle. I kind of like it. I okay. got to go. I got to start my business plan. <laughs> okay. So doing this episode by myself. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Hey, keep going. No, you keep on going. Keep on working that business idea, and who knows? Maybe that will be your uh, new status symbol. You'll be able to get your fancy house or your fancy car. But, I mean, what? Another status symbol for me? Like, it, we're kind of getting into this. The online thing is helping a lot of people retire early and do bigger things where they're working maybe just a couple of days a week, and they're kind of uh, living somewhat of a retired lifestyle as they get a little bit older. That's a status symbol thing to me because they're making enough money uh, to be able to take care of themselves and their family in a shorter amount of time. It's not, you know, they're they're not slaving away 40, 50, 60 hours a week. That's kind of a big status symbol in some worlds. Or, I don't know, really, if you want to get far out there, maybe it's somebody who's a part of the upper crust. Maybe it's a celebrity or a big Wall Street tycoon, like a Warren Buffett kind of guy. You know, those are status symbol people. They've got status symbols all around them. I think it's when you own your own spaceship. And you take it across the country. Wouldn't that I mean, be that's, wild? That, that's like next level Jaguar. <laughs> this Jaguar flies, literally. It's the, plus, it's a 2017 spaceship. It's a new model. <laughs> I like it. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but, you know, so of all these lifestyle choices that we're talking about, one that wouldn't really cross my mind, the big family. Bobby, for those of us that have a bunch of kids, you know, we're changing diapers for a decade straight. And we get to the point where we replace the car, you know, the plain old sedan with a big old van. Um, We talk about Costco trips or Sam's Club trips. For us, for our big family, that's a pretty big adventure. None of this really sounds like we're telling the world that we're living the high life, whether it's financial or otherwise. I totally understand. Yeah, I I can't imagine it being... The new status symbol, but your neighbors are not going to be envious. They're not going to be like, "Oh, look at them going to Sam's Club. That's awesome." If it's if this is true, then I mean, I'm really feeling pretty awesome right now. Speaking of uh, Costco or Sam's, uh, that's what we we're gonna. We talked about that in the opener. We did that this weekend. That was um, 
you know, while we were driving there, I was thinking, are we nuts? Is this is this crazy taking nine kids to Costco? But so we did th- it, right? The 13 of us, which sounds absolutely ridiculously amazing, the 13 of us roamed the aisles of Costco in Brentwood, Tennessee for, what, an hour? Hour and a half? If you're listening and you were in the store, you sorry. know. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> you so know sorry. who we were. <laughs> we took before and after pictures. Man, we should share those. We should put those up on the blog or the Facebook page or something. You got them, right? I don't, I don't think I have them on my I phone. got them. Yeah, Sweet. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, we, gosh, it was so, my my kids alone when we go there, which I think I, I'm nuts enough to take them by by myself. Well, me, like me and Catherine will take them. Uh, I don't know every so often, and they run around crazy. Like they, I don't know what it is, but they go in the walk-in um, refrigerator room, and they have run circles. They and they're like, oh, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold, and they do a dance and they're doing the cold dance, and I I let it go for like a minute, and then I'm like, all right, all right. So that way everyone else looks at me like, oh, look at that. Let that, guy, that Dad's got it together. But you're like, all right, all right. Let Daddy join in, and then you guys go do a few laps all together. I, yeah, I saw I, that. I do my laps in the freezer room. <laughs> nice, nice. But yeah, it was a good time. Like I said, we took before and after pictures because before we're all gung-ho, we're excited. This is going to be fun. And I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. The aftermath of the Costco trip, my kids were just the two babies. Anyway, they were done. Tyler wanted to run around, and the baby was ready to nurse. And here's the Earhart family, Bobby. You and your crew were sitting down. You guys are all you've got it together. Everybody's eating pizza, and you look so happy. And we come away from the the uh, cash register, and we're sweating. We're wiping sweat <laughs> off the brow. My kids it's a are ball going, of fire. We didn't get enough to eat. It's insanity. And you guys are like. Uh, it, do you want to go get a pizza and join us? And we're like, no, we're going to peace out. <laughs> and somebody, I think it was Kat, somebody goes, hey, uh, we, we need to take our after picture. <laughs> right. And oh. we were kind of like, you know, we thought it was a funny thing in the beginning. We'll do a before and after. And then once, well, you mentioned it. You're like, we probably won't want to do an after. And sure enough, we get to the after picture and we're like, we don't want an after picture. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> We made it happen, though. We made it we happen. Did. So we anyway, did. all this definitely not not the status symbol stuff. Here's why we're talking about this, though. We we found an article. It was a recent article, actually. I think it was from May. It's called The Ultimate Status Symbol for Millionaire Moms on New York's Upper East Side is Not What You'd Expect. That is the longest article title ever. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that is an article. <laughs> Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. We just read the entire thanks article for, to you. Thanks for reading, everyone. Anyway, the article. So it talks about how well-to-do couples, specifically moms, in one of New York City's nicer parts are having above-average families. So if you're listening from the Upper East Side of New York City, hello. Hello from Owensboro, Kentucky. So we got to say, before we go any further, Bobby, I don't, and I don't think you do. I, we're not very familiar with the Big Apple and the culture there. I mean, I've been to New York City. I get it. But I couldn't tell you the difference between like Brooklyn culture versus Manhattan culture versus Upper East Side. Like, I don't know. Do you know Do you know about the boroughs and all that stuff? Yeah, what are you talking about? Of course I know what you're talking about, right? You're down on the Lower East Side, right? You can't go down there at night. You're going to go down there at night. You're going to get shot. <laughs> And now we Actually, have a cabbie who has uh, now guest hosted on the show. I'm probably way wrong on all that. No, I, I don't know a whole lot. I, I've been there a few times. Uh, I do like traveling there, but yeah. No, as far as all the 
it is funny how they'll rattle that stuff off when you're up there and, and they know exactly what they're talking about. So the Upper East Hyde, when when I read that in the notes, I was thinking, is that like the Hamptons? Like, do I need to have my Hamptons voice to, to talk for the rest of this? Do you have podcast? one of those too? Now that we've had the, uh, the cabbie <laughs> accent, do you have a Hamptons accent? Yeah, yes, of course I have the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, you know, you live in the Hamptons, you know. <laughs> and now the, the skipper from Gilligan's Island has just joined the show. It's a cast of characters tonight. Oh, he's, my God. He's from the Hamptons. Well I don't done. know. I can't do it. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> but thanks for playing. <laughs> anyway, I just know, you know, the Upper East Side, like I've heard fancy things about it and how all the families there have this fancy nanny, Q Fran Drescher. You know who Fran Drescher is, I hope, right? I do now. I looked I looked her up. You cheater. Sorry, man. But yeah, I mean, we don't have a nanny. The people up in upper the Upper East Side of New York City, they've got nannies, right? I, I guess so, apparently. I don't know. I mean, I would hope so. If they're having a bunch of kids and they got a bunch of money, I would have a nanny. Well, I have a nanny, actually. What? We we have a nanny. Catherine and I have a nanny, yeah. Who? Her name's Catherine. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. She's going to love hearing that. No, no. She's, you know, I'm at, well, then I'm the nanny when I come home. How about that? We're, we're, we're built in no. homegrown nannies. You're the manny. Oh gosh! Did you, did you hear that? You're you're the Manny. Let me try it again. The, the Manny. Yeah, you get I it, heard Manny. It. I, I okay. get it. I get it. Okay. The laugh didn't seem genuine enough. It seemed like you were you were kind of reaching for that one. Did you think I was fabricating that laugh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna get to the core of this. Let's dig in. So the piece in Business Insider was written by Julie Zevaloff. And it actually quotes this other person, Wednesday, which I love this name, Wednesday Martin, PhD, who lives in the Upper East Side. And check this quote out. I quickly became desensitized to massive families. They were everywhere, writes Martin, who moved from the West Village to the Upper East Side to raise her family. Quote, three was the new two, something you just did in this habitat. Four was the new three. Previously conversation stopping, but now nothing unusual. And five was no longer crazy or religious. It just meant you were rich. And having six kids was apparently the new townhouse or Gulfstream, end quote. And by Gulfstream, I think Wednesday Martin, PhD, means Gulfstream jet. Like having a Gulfstream jet as opposed to having six kids or vice versa. Yeah, I thought that was like a brand of a, I don't know, yogurt or something. Maybe in Spring Hill, where your where your status symbol is defined a little bit differently. Well, hey, if you got Gulfstream yogurt, I'd man, <laughs> I I, I want to know you, right? I mean, Gulfstream yogurt made with jet fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, hey, you moved up from the West Village up to the Upper East Side, man. That's moving on up. You know what I'm saying? Man, this accent is getting thick. I like it. <laughs> Uh, we're not ever going to have any listeners in New York, but I like it. So, okay. So oh, I'm not being that offensive. Let's see. Five. Let's see. Going back to the article, she said, five was no longer crazy or religious. It just meant you were rich. So, you know, if I'm going to translate it for the Osborne family, we're rich. What's up? Yeah, man. Bobby, where are you at? Uh, I guess I am. Um, I'm the new three. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just great. I, I'm feeling really good about that. that that's good. Four <laughs> is the new three. Uh, oh. So does that mean every time you get a child or you have another baby, 
that you know because it, it those are typically when you get a status symbol it's like an upgrade you know you went from the the Hyundai Sonata to the Jaguar that's an upgraded vehicle so does that sure. mean every each kid is an upgrade from the last one like <laughs> so it's we the just new went from model the new three to rich so yeah I mean I, I'll take rich over the new three that means James is you know he's the newest improved model of child. He's Rich James. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I haven't laughed this hard on an episode in a while. Like this is real too, dude. I mean, like sometimes I feel like we kind of construct the show to have some funnier parts. Don't, don't tell him that. I'm just being real. Hashtag real talk. But, oh. I mean, tonight, like I'm, I'm giggling. Uh. All right, so let's get back into the article. So we've got these new definitions, right? And Wednesday Martin, PhD, talked about how you know you, you see all this stuff happening in the Upper East Side. But the article also talks about a study that was done that proves big families are actually on the rise. Uh, this is a thing, as they say. Uh, they're actually on the rise for the wealthy. And quote, according to the Council on Contemporary Families... There's been a significant increase in three and four children families among the super rich or the top earning 2% of households, which translates to an annual household income of about $400,000 or more. Bam. Man, seriously, $400,000 a year. Remember the Occupy Wall Street thing from a few years ago? Yes. Those guys, they were protesting just the 1%. This is the 2%, and these guys are making $400,000 a year or more. Uh, By the way, no, uh, no, no ill feelings if you're making $400,000 a year or more. Just know that that is substantial money for virtually anybody. And you know what? If you're making that much money and you can raise a big family, more power to you. That's awesome. Mm, yes. <laughs> Thank you for weighing in there, <laughs> Captain Skipper. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's a summer home in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the New York City thing. So we're kind of jumping around articles. We're talking about the Business Insider article, and now we just talked about another one that I think was from the New York Post. Anyway, uh, I'll link to all this stuff in the blog. By the way, if you want to look at these notes, if you want to look at the resources and our sources and all that stuff, just go to AboveAverageShow.com, where if you want to look at the notes specifically for this episode, this is episode 27, you can just go to AboveAverageShow.com slash 27, that's 27, to look at our sources and links and all that fun stuff. Anyway, so we've talked about the Business Insider piece, this other piece, but going back to Business Insider and the New York City piece and the financially rich folk and all that. We should note that some preschools in New York City cost $40,000 a year. <clears throat> Bam. Man. That's but you crazy. know what? If if you're making 400 grand a year, yeah. You mm. can you could swing that if you had to. Maybe yes. not for you, you probably <laughs> couldn't do it for all six of your kids though. Yeah, no, yeah, probably not. That you probably need more than than 400,000. Yeah, but I I just can't imagine shelling out $40,000 a year. Dear listener, you get bonus points if your above average family has a household income around forty thousand dollars a year, much 40 less forty or four hundred. Forty, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You know, I mean, that's that's reality. What is the the household income? Isn't it somewhere around forty to forty fifty, somewhere in that neck of the woods? Now that's not above average, but you know, just the median household income. I'm wanting to say is around forty seven thousand dollars a year. It used to be lower. It's now gone up a little bit. But anyway, uh, for the elite, I'm sure that this 
this $40,000 a year for preschool would be in addition to whatever else they've got going on, like nanny fees and all that stuff. I wonder what Dr. Wednesday makes. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure she does okay. Less than Dr. Thursday, I'm sure. <laughs> you can take that out if you want. <laughs> I'm leaving that. That's all real. Right, all right, all That's right, good. All right, That's good. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so what are the rich doing with their families that we don't do here? And I mean, sure, you can be rich in anywhere, but I just think since we're talking about the Upper East Side with your funny accent and all that, mm, yes, you know, mm. what, what are the rich doing with their families besides the nanny thing, besides $40,000 a year preschool? It's just got to be a different life, right? Yeah, man, I, I don't know. Gold-plated diapers? What do you think? <laughs> Would that work? I well, it's probably flakes, you know, like gold flakes. The, the plate thing, may, they, they have to be pliable. I would assume, right? I mean, are, are they absorbent flakes? Those cost extra. <laughs> gold, gold plated and absorbent flakes. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did they get their newborns iPhones? Uh, right, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I would assume so. I watches. I think. I don't know. There, there's just such, there's such a chasm between us and let's say them so even though we may have listeners listening that are you know kind of upper echelon i'm just looking at bobby in your case and living in nashville south of nashville and for us living here in owensboro there's just such a separation that i can't imagine a status symbol being associated with families because here families are families i mean i just can't imagine people going oh they are so well to do look at them with their five kids I know, right? I just I'm laughing because I'm picturing like one minivan mom or one SUV mom notices a minivan mom and is like, oh, "Oh my gosh, look at look how fancy that minivan is!" And oh my <laughs> gosh, oh here comes there's three kids, four, five kids. Oh my gosh! There's one thing that you and I have to talk about. What? Because it's super relevant to this. We were sitting in your front yard this past weekend, and somebody pulled up. In a very fancy ride, and oh, you and yeah. I were both impressed by this. We named them, but we don't know their names. We don't know them, but we do know that they were driving a Mercedes, and it was a Mercedes passenger van that seats, I think, eleven. Maybe it's a Sprinter, if you're familiar with that. Yeah, I still don't. I still thought that was a Dodge thing, but you tried to explain that to me. It doesn't matter. I, so I did look at this. It used to be labeled a Dodge Sprinter in like 2003, 2004. And then mm-hmm. later on, that badge went to Mercedes. So Mercedes picked up the same name. So it did used to be the Dodge Sprinter. Now it's the Mercedes Sprinter. Mer- yeah, I see it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. But yeah, this family pulled up. And there was a yard sale happening across the street from your house. And uh, this family pulled up in their beautiful black Mercedes huge van. And you and I kind of look at each other and we're both like, Whoa! Right, yeah, that was probably the moment. That's the moment. I, we're I didn't even about. think about it in this context, but it, yeah, it that was very much a status symbol. It wasn't the number of kids, but I think, relatively speaking, because we've got a bunch of kids and they had a bunch of kids, we're thinking, oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> right, we we don't have to get the mothership, the fifteen passenger, or maybe it, we go back and going back to the car episode, which don't remember the number. Do you? One of the first couple. We were thinking, you know, the next step beyond the minivan is the mothership, 15 passenger. We talked about Suburban. That one didn't even enter our minds. That's maybe that one's, uh, I mean, that's an option too, you know. 
Sure. By the way, that was episode one. I can't believe we forgot that. That was episode one. Cars and growing pains is what we called that one. Talking about uh, upgrading your vehicle, kind of going from the minivan to next level, whatever next level is. We didn't talk about the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter in that one. We should have. But we should have, yeah. Maybe next go-round we will. So anyway, I think it's just important for us to go, okay, look, this kind of status symbol lust, for lack of a better term, kind of exists, whether it's the material stuff like cars or whether maybe in some societal leanings, people are going, oh, yeah, we've only got one kid. Wouldn't it be something if we could have four kids? But I guess the (laughs) thing is, you know, in New York City, because this is what we're talking about, the cost of living there is so exorbitant anyway. It, It really does show a difference, I guess, if you've got four kids versus one kid, right? Because it's expensive enough to keep yourself alive in New York City, much less a family, much less a larger family. So I could see where the status really plays in because you're like, okay, they can take care of that many people, right? Yeah, good good point. Because the cost of living does you know, increase substantially with each one. Anyway, you the listener, I'm going to talk to you for a second. We're aware that most of you, most of our listeners and most big families in general, you're not making a million bucks a year. And if you are, hire me. To be your nanny. <laughs> I'll be your manny. If, if, <laughs> if you need a manny around your house, I'll bring my kids. It'll work. But look, I you're not w- making... I just feel like saying, hey, manny. <laughs> hey, manny. Handy manny. It's a new role for handy manny. Manny manny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. but Okay. You, the listener. I, I want to talk to you directly. You're listening in your car. You're listening on the treadmill. You're listening while you're mowing the grass, whatever it is. You're probably not making a million bucks a year. That's a stat. That's a, It's a stat-based fact. So in case you think that Bobby and I are getting on our high horse and proclaiming our wealth with our big families, we're definitely not. We're not We're not the, the upper crust. We're not the uh, two percenters. And I hope this has been absolutely clear throughout this episode and other episodes. But just saying that... We, probably like you, we're well aware that you can be wealthy without having a ton of money. Are, uh, are you with me on this, Bobby? Yes. I mean, this is, this is not a surprise. This is not a shock. But I think it's important to kind of bring it back home on this. There's a quote that I love, and it says, The real measure of your wealth is how much you'd be worth if you lost all your money. And I like to think that Sarah and I are, man, we're wealthy with or without cash, with or without our assets, even even our home, like the thing that, you know, make us feel like we've built something, you know, all that could go away and we could all be living in a tent somewhere on a hillside. And I'd like to think that we'd still be wealthy at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I I would like to think that I would feel that way as well. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I get it to it, to an, to a point. I don't want to be naive, but I think I get it to a point. And I think some of that has to do with, you know, maybe your faith background, things like that, you know, depending on who you are and, and such, but absolutely, you know, um, I kind of feel like this show and some of our other shows are pushing us to do a show on, cause you know, we've talked about, you know, you need more money to have more kids. So we should maybe figure that out. You know, maybe we'll talk about that someday is how much does it cost to have a, to have a big family? You know, I know you and I've touched on that or, and when did you decide and how did you decide to have a big family? You know, was it because you wanted to, to increase your status symbol? Did you want the neighbors to be like, hey, check this out. Bring home a little bundle of joy. Kind of snuff it up in their face. See, it smells like a beautiful little baby. Meh, meh, meh. <laughs> That's another voice for the night. Was that Stewie from Family Guy? I don't know. Meh, meh, meh. Meh, meh, meh. That was good. <laughs> you know, along those lines, I, I wanted to point out something else. As a rule... 
I, I just don't read comments online. Uh, they're just rude and they're trashy usually. But curiosity got the best of me on this Business Insider status symbol article. And yeah, there were plenty of bad comments in there. But there was also this gym. So you were just talking about money and you know if I had more money, I'd raise another kid, that kind of thing. There was actually this comment, Bobby, that said, I wonder if it could be that more family is just a joy to have. So this guy's saying, it's not the status symbol, it's just a joy. And they could, and you know, these, these Upper East Side folks, they could bring another kid into the world and take care of it. So they just did because they were getting joy. And this guy, this commenter goes on to say, my wife and I work hard and we are more than happy to not have other things in order to have a larger family. I get a joy for my children I can never possibly get out of stuff. If we were more wealthy, we would for sure add another child. Yeah, you you can't put a price tag on these things. You know, that's something I feel like people, they got to know that from hearing us talk and hearing our show. But to reiterate that, you know, there's no price tag on on a soul or or on the joy and the laughter and all these things that, you know, of raising a a human being. and, And it's just... You know, I could go on and we could go on and on. Right, that's why we do the right. show, right? You and know. that's not to whitewash. And, and I feel like I always need to point this out, especially if somebody's listening, Bobby, and they're in the middle of some kind of financial situation, whether it's just a lot of debt or big medical bills or something like that. I think it's important for us to acknowledge it's not all sunshine and rainbows right? when you have a larger family, especially from the financial angle. There are other maybe debts that you're kind of incurring sometimes, like the time deficit. I mean, there are a thousand things. There are a thousand cons, I guess, to having a family or a big family, but there are probably a million pros. So if we're going to weigh it back and forth, certainly the reason that we have ended up in the situation that we're in, it's just we love our kids. And you know what? I wouldn't send any of them back. <laughs> well, if I could. let's see. <laughs> I'm kidding. And I, I don't think I could. <laughs> No, there's some comment, somebody, I'm good at doing this. I have no idea who said this or where or when, but I heard somewhere that you've mentioned the too many flowers comment, having too many kids are like having too many flowers. You mentioned that in a previous episode, but when you're in your, I don't know, seventies, eighties, your, your waning years, you know, you've lived this full life. Will you ever look at your spouse and say, yeah, I wish we hadn't had that last kid. (laughs) You know, I wish we hadn't had Joey. He, you know, everyone else up to Joey, we just, we just didn't need him. No, that's not, that's never going to happen. If anything, it's going to be, man, we could have, we should have had one more. Look at these grandkids that we have. Mm. Look at the, you know, the the tent on the hill that Lance and, and and Sarah now live in, and all their children are running all over the hill, and the grandchildren, and it's this this bluegrass. That's a status symbol right there because they're in Kentucky. You see, I mean, yes. that's what I'm talking about. That's the future, man. The sun's coming up over <laughs> up over the horizon. The, the it's just peeking through the tent because the tent's got a few holes in it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like that analogy. That's a. I'll let you play that one out after the show's over. I'll let you just keep on telling me about the tent. It's pretty vivid. You're the one who brought it up. I know, but you're the one who told me that the tent had holes in it 20 years from now. Well, it's because it's old. It's 20 years old. It's at least that. It's well-worn. Anyway, I mean, I guess just to close it up, the reason that we wanted to go a little bit deeper, a little bit more serious on on, uh, this part of the show, man, I just want to say, make sure that you measure your wealth in different ways than the numbers in your bank account. If somebody wants to infer that your big family makes you wealthy, that's fine. Let them think that. But it may not be the typical kind of wealth. It may be a different kind of wealth. That was Deep Thoughts with Lance tonight. Thank you. Thank you.
All right. So that's good. I'm trying to think if there's a quote in my head that I can't, that I'm afraid I'm going to botch, so I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you think of it, we can add it to the blog. We can uh, put it up as a Facebook post after this episode airs, that kind of thing. But uh, if you do enjoy this, if you have enjoyed this episode in particular or the show in general, uh, please let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can do that by hollering at us on uh, the Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash the above average show, again, facebook.com slash the above average show, or you can just go to above average show.com and uh, figure out a few different ways to contact us there. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And we would also really appreciate if you would share this episode. If there's somebody that needs to hear this, if you know of somebody, maybe it's somebody you work with or somebody you go to church with that's got a big family, um, help us spread this message a little bit. It's not like Bobby gets paid or I get paid to do this. This is just a big labor of love for us. And it means a lot. And we've connected with some great people so far, which by the way, Bobby, we should probably do like a mailbag episode at some point and share some of the feedback that we've gotten. But if you know of somebody that needs to hear this, please let them know and just point them to, if you want to point them to this episode, you can do that at aboveaverageshow.com slash 27. That's aboveaverageshow.com slash 27, or again, just aboveaverageshow.com. But I think that about wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being above average. We'll see y'all next time. Thanks guys.